Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Today, we are talking all about what it takes to build a business. And not just any old business, we're talking about what it takes to build a successful business, a wildly successful business, the business of your dreams. I know so many of you are really painting this picture, this vision of possibilities in terms of business and entrepreneurship and whether you are starting out or whether you have already got your own business up and running, this is for you. So it's a great reminder and it's also great to kick off your business journey. So a little bit about me and my backstory, if you're not familiar with it already. I have had my own OT small business now for the past eight years and It started when my daughter was a baby. So I started looking into creating my own business after I had my first daughter. And it's really flourished and grown from there. And it's really been baby steps. It it wasn't something that I wanted to be booming straight away because obviously I wanted to fit my business in around my lifestyle. And at that time, it was my focus was on raising my daughter. And then I went on to have another daughter a couple of years later. So it hasn't been until recently that I've really invested more time and energy into my business to to make it what I want it to be. So I have two different arms to my business, I I suppose you would say. So I have my mobile practice, which is a pediatric mobile therapy business where I visit kids in their own home or in their school environments. And, you know, when I started this eight years ago, I had absolutely no idea about business. And I have just done so much personal growth along the way. A lot of it has been through failure and trying different things and listening to leaders that I really respect. And this is how my business has grown, basically. And now I want to share with you what what has made the business so successful because at the moment I am earning a six-figure income And this is while I've been raising my two kids and while I've invested time into my relationship with my husband and my friends and while I have continued to find joy and nourish myself, you know, because business isn't an easy road and it's definitely not for everyone. And I have had to continuously check in with myself and recenter and find this quote unquote balance that we're all seeking in our lives. And to be honest, you know, I still don't even know what that is. I think it's so personal and it depends on where you are in your life and what feels good for you right now. So I also have the other arm of my business, which is my online 
my online space, my online practice. So this is basically the OT lifestyle movement part of my business. And this is where I am empowering and encouraging and inspiring other occupational therapists to do work that matters to them, to live out their dreams. And part of this is potentially starting a business you know, because I find a lot of us are very creative. We've got a lot of ideas and there's not necessarily a job that we can just step into because this is something that only we have thought of. We have found a need. We have found a problem in society and we are ready and we are willing to step up and to do work that really matters. So just to give you some stats on business, I found this really interesting 20% of businesses fail in their first year. 20%. This is massive. And I can guarantee you that none of those businesses that set out thought that they would fail. Everyone thinks their business is going to be a success, right? So 20% of businesses fail in the first year. And by the five-year mark, 50% have failed, 50% are no longer operating after five years. So this is a lot. And what I want to bring your attention to is the importance of really developing the skills and the kind of character that you need to operate and own and direct a business. So I cannot give you, I can't give you this roadmap to building a business. It doesn't exist. But I can give you a compass. And this compass can help you recenter and come back to yourself when you find that you're off the beaten track, when you feel lost, and when you feel like throwing in the towel on your dreams and your vision. This is for you. So I've come up with eight different tips for today's episode that I wanted to take you through, and I really hope that it resonates or I hope that it shines a light on what areas you might not be thinking about when it comes to your business. So the first one is you must be serving. I know I talk a lot about doing the work that sets your soul on fire and being really passion-driven, and I'm totally all for this, but you absolutely must be serving and addressing a need in the community or in the world. So you need to be asking questions like, what's the need? What are the problems I see when I look around? What are people's pain points? Where do they need help? Not where you think they need help, but where do they think they need help? And we need to be meeting people in this space. So when it comes to business, ask yourself, who are you serving? And what kind of value are you offering to people? Now, something that I like to ask as well is, what does your business stand for? And something that I did early on when I started the OT lifestyle movement was I created a manifesto. And it was just really me pouring out exactly what I believe the OT lifestyle movement meant and the direction that it was headed. It was about what the OT lifestyle movement stood for. 
And when people read this, it can really connect with them. And it tells them a lot about the heart of the OT lifestyle movement. If you haven't read it or heard it already, you can check it out on the YouTube channel, OT Lifestyle Movement. And there's a beautiful video that goes through that, that I created. And it just, it's a beautiful way of being able to connect and show people what it is that your business does. So I highly recommend that or writing out a vision statement and your goals. Um, You know, there are different ways that you can definitely go about it. But manifesto is something that spoke to my heart. Now, one of my favorite business and marketing gurus is Seth Godin. If you haven't heard of him already, go check him out. He has been around for a very long time. And one of the things that he says is that it doesn't matter how small your niche is as long as it's yours. You know, I think so often we think about serving such a big audience or such a big clientele but we don't need to be serving everyone. And in fact, sometimes that can be the wrong way about going about it. So it's about looking at the smallest viable audience and seeking to serve those people. The other thing that I wanted to speak to in terms of this first point of serving is that we really need to direct our focus on the purpose of the business, not profit. If we go out into business and our sole focus is on making a profit, we have got things mixed up. It's not going to be sustainable. The heart of the business needs to be its purpose, not profit, okay? So we really need to integrate the heart and the head when we're talking about business. And in terms of free ways that we can serve our community, there are a few ways that we can do this. So We can send free emails with really valuable tips and content. We can provide tips and inspiration on social media. We can run a free talk in our local community on the topic of interest that we're going to be, um, that's our topic of interest. We can, if it's an online business, we can start a podcast. We can be interviewed on someone else's podcast. We can start a YouTube channel. There are so many different avenues that we can be providing free content, free value, and really be building this know, like, and trust factor with people in our community who potentially need our services now or may need them at a later date. Because I tell you, the more you can have this exposure and the more familiar people become with you, when they have a problem that they need solved, then they will remember you and they're going to come back to you. So providing free content and always serve, serve, serve. Number two, so this is finding your community. And this is the second thing that I really think we need to be focusing on in our businesses. We can definitely grow a business without community, but it is so much faster if you have like-minded people around you doing similar things. Not only does it motivate and inspire you and keep you on track and helps you to check in, but it's also a great way to receive referrals. So, for example, locally, if you are connected to the local physiotherapist or the local speech pathologist and they know 
you're there and the services that you provide, they're likely going to send referrals your way when they know they need an OT. And if you are in the online community, if you are connecting with people in the online space, there's beautiful opportunities for collaborations to open up here. I've done lots of different collaborations with other health professionals and just other people in my community because I have connected with them on a personal level. So start connecting, start sending some personal messages and opening up the lines of communication. So there are some different ways that you can collaborate online. You can do a social media giveaway where you're connecting with other people who have similar kinds of businesses to yours that maybe aren't competitors, but are some businesses that complement your business. You can do a live interview on a colleague's Facebook or Instagram page. You can contribute to blogs. You can do Instagram takeovers. If you are working locally, you can attend networking events. This is great. Like networking events are fantastic, whether you are online or in person in terms of like your business is online or in person because meeting someone in real life is very different to online and there's just something so special about this human-to-human contact and connection that we miss out on uh, in the online space. So what I recommend if you do attend any networking events is instead of giving out your business card, which is typically what we do, because, you know, what happens to those business cards at the end of the day? People go home and throw them in the bin, standard, right? So what I recommend is that you get their business details, you get their contact. So whether it's their email, whether it's their Instagram, their Facebook, whatever it is that they feel comfortable sharing with you. and follow up with them because then you have their lead, you have their contact and it's up to you, balls in your court. So you can always contact them and connect with them and keep those lines of communication open. So number three is systems and workflow. What we want to be doing here is ensuring that we have different systems, different workflows, different ways of automating our business to increase efficiency and productivity. Now, I didn't do this very well in the beginning. I was doing a lot of things over and over again. For example, my reports, I didn't have like this template set out to how I would have liked it. I didn't have a glossary of terms and things that I was saying over and over again in my reports that I should have just done once and referred back to. So ensuring that we have systems, and this could be anything from onboarding new staff to invoicing to managing leads to welcoming a new client into your organisation or into your business to organising documents and case notes and reports. All of these things can have systems in place and some of them may even be able to be automated. What we want to do is to make our business as simple as possible. I am all about simplicity when it comes to business. And there are a few things that I do in my business that create flow. So the first one is that I have 
started or I've restarted using an app that I haven't used in a little while because I reverted back to my paper notes. But it's it's called Things, T-H-I-N-G-S. And it's basically an app that is my to-do list. So I used to write out all my to-dos every night on a piece of paper. And I do love this for some reason. There is something different and special about pen to paper. But it was very disorganized and I'd be rewriting them every day and sometimes a few times a day. So now I have a very structured to-do list on my app, which I'm absolutely loving and it's much more easier to manage and to see where I'm up to. I also use Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, and this is something that I've also just started using with a personal assistant that I'm contracting to. Uh, that she's contracting to me. And this is just a great way for her to see workflow, the different to-dos for her, and I can have more information. It's all colour-coded. It's a really great visual for her to tick and flick what she needs to do in her hours that she's working with me. I have an online calendar. This has totally changed my life. Most of you would have an online calendar now, but highly recommend and look into color coding. So sorting things into, uh, for example, for me, I have color coding for the OT lifestyle movement. I have color coding for the pediatric parts of my business. I have color coding for my personal life and for my kids. Everything's color coded so I can really see clearly how my day is going to flow. And that's pretty much it. So just making sure that we're creating flow within our business, making sure that it's simple so we are increasing our productivity. Number four is harness the grit. Ah, This is a big one. When you become a business owner, you need to learn to develop grit. Being a business owner is definitely not for the faint-hearted there are going to be nights when you stay up all night working on a report or writing something for a project that you have going on right then. Or there are going to be times when you miss out on certain events because business takes priority at that point. There are going to be tough times when you aren't earning as much as you'd like or as much as you'd need. There are going to be times when you're confronted with situations where you'd just rather crawl up into a ball and not show your face because that is so much easier. But business requires some hard skills and adversity is inevitable in business, but it's how you choose to show up despite that adversity and reconnect with your mission and your heart-driven purpose and keep pushing forward when sometimes you'd rather not. Now, as long as your mission is still in alignment with you, then whatever's happening right now, it's just a challenge. It's just a speed bump. And you can get through it. But you need to harness the grit. You need that kind of attitude, that kind of character to see you through and to make sure you're not one of those 50% that are not going to make it in business in five years. Really reconnect back to your why and why you started this business in the first place because that will see you through. Number five is develop patience. 
this is another biggie, right? Developing patience as you strive towards your goal is absolutely fundamental. If you're too impatient, you're going to give up too quickly and you're not going to see the results that you want to see in your life and in your business. The number one reason that people quit is because it takes too long to reach their goal. So they give up or they get distracted and they have shiny object syndrome and they're disheartened and then they quit. The thing is quitting is easy. It is. It's much easier to throw in the towel than it is to stick it out when the going gets tough. But this is where the growth happens. This is where we see this expansion on all different levels, personal and business. So roll up your sleeves, commit to the long game, and remember to celebrate all these small achievements along the way because it is a process. You know, don't focus so much on the product. Focus on the process. It's a journey, so be patient with it. Number six is market your business. You need to be prepared to put yourself and your business out there. You could have, and I see this so many times, that people have such a wonderful business idea, but they don't market it. They don't share it. They have these insecurities and fear holds them back and they stay within their safe comfort zone. But if you have the best business idea and no one knows about it, then it doesn't matter. You're not going to reach the people that you need to serve. So developing these marketing skills and even underneath that is developing the, the I am good enough muscle right, this self-confidence, this self-esteem, this self-worth that you need to promote your business is absolutely necessary. So I'm going to give you a few tips that you can do to market your business. You can, first of all, develop a brand. When I think about brand, I don't just think about logo or sort of what, what the brand looks like, but What do you want the brand and the business to be known for? What do you want people to think of when they see your brand? How do you want them to feel? Okay, so start asking those questions about your business. You can set up a Google My Business account. And this is so imperative. You know, everyone is searching Google. Google is the biggest search engine. You want to be found on it. So make sure you register there. You can develop your website, super important. I'm very visual and I like a good-looking website and this can sometimes determine which different service I'm going to. So a really amateur basic website might not attract me as much as one that looks more professional. For example, the other day I was looking for music lessons for my daughter and I came across a few different sites And the one that looked more polished and professional, I was definitely more drawn to their site. So remember, people are going to be looking and searching and they're going to be comparing you against other competitors, either in your local area or within the space that you're working within. So making sure that you're showing up, you're presenting, you're putting your best information forward on that website. And on the website too, in terms of what you're writing, you really want to be speaking to them nailing what their pain point is 
and why they need your help. You can market your business by doing a free presentation or a webinar in town or online. Online's amazing these days. Most people are online doing these sorts of things, whether you have a local practice or an online practice. You can encourage word of mouth. And sometimes word of mouth is the only kind of promotional method that you need for your business. And the best way of encouraging word of mouth is by providing a really, really tailored, fantastic, amazing service to the people that you're already seeing. Because once they feel that energy, once they are seeing results, then they are going to share it. And then their friend might come to you or their mother or their daughter or whoever it is. And so word of mouth, or they might, do you know what a lot of people are sharing on Facebook groups? So they're likely to be a part of a certain Facebook community and they will share it on there. So making sure you're really investing into the clients that you're already seeing. You can market your business by investing in ads. You can show up on social media and connect this real personal connection with your potential customers or clients. And you can also look into boosting your SEO, so your search engine optimization. So this is really important in Google search. So when people are searching for your business, it's going to pop up pop up higher and on that front page. Because let's be realistic, who scrolls past the first page on Google? Number seven, consistency. Consistency is key and your life is a result of your moment-to-moment choices. And don't we know it as OTs, right? I don't need to remind you this. That but the tiny, seemingly insignificant actions that you do every day in your business, they compound to make up the fabric of your business. Now, this is really simple, but it's very profound. So it's not what you do once a month or once a year when you get around to spending that extra time on your business. It's what you do day in and day out that makes the real difference. And there's this great book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Highly recommend you diving into it if you want to look more into the compound effect and how important consistency is. And I suppose this book can be helpful on many different angles and aspects of your life as an OT, in your personal life, in your business. So, um, yeah, it's worth having a look. The last one, number eight, is take action. You can manifest, you can visualize, you can meditate on it until the cows come home. But unless you take action, you are not going anywhere. It's all well and good to meditate and to throw it out there to the universe. But I tell you, unless you take action, it's not going to happen. And it needs to be wild, passionate, really put yourself out there kind of action. Now, a lot of the blocks that people have is I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I'm not ready. I've tried before and it didn't work. I'm going to start Monday. I'll start next week. I'm going to start when the kids are back at school. And I tell you, if you have this kind of mindset, you'll never start. You will never start because life just is always going to throw you a curveball. There's always stuff going on in life. 
But when we come back to that consistency, just making sure we do little steps every day. And it and if I look at my business, that's all it has been for me. It's been taking these little steps every day. And whether that is recording a podcast, whether that is seeing a client, whether that is creating something for my business, I've always taken a step towards building my business. And when we do that, it's taking us in the direction of the the kind of business that we want to build, the kind of problems that we want to solve in the world. And it doesn't necessarily take this drastic change. It's just a few small steps. So carve out some time in your already very busy diary and your schedule and schedule in some action steps that you can take every day. Maybe look at a planner and think on every Monday I am going to do my podcast. Every Tuesday I am going to do X, Y, and Z and have it mapped out so you get into this routine. You know, we are all about routine and rituals and habits, right? So let's take some of our own medicine and let's focus on us because the change starts with us, right? We can we can recommend all this to our clients, but unless we are changing our own lives in and through the recommendations that we have for our clients, then we're really giving out this education and information that we haven't tried and tested ourselves. So here's to us. Here is to the business makers and shakers, the entrepreneurs, the visionaries, those who see things differently and those who are willing to step up and create the kind of world that they seek. Here's to us who are solving problems and making the world a better space and a better place, one occupation at a time. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope it inspires you to take action. If you hang out over on Instagram, come over and say hi. Let's connect. I'm at Rhiannon Chris. And we'd absolutely love your radiant energy in our Facebook group family. You can find us simply by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, open-minded OTs from around the world. And if you are sharing it on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Rhiannon and Chris so I can share it on my platforms as well. The more we share the OT lifestyle movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. So that's it, guys. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world, one occupation at a time. Carpe diem, guys.